Hello everyone, let's get to it. Um, recapping this week's boxing action and starting with Daniel Dubois, um, the British Aussie heavyweight prospect against tough Ghanaian Richard Latte. Richard Latte talked a really tough game before fighting Dubois and to be fair, he backed it up. Um, the first time, I've got to be honest with you, I saw chinks in Dubois' armour. I'm a big Daniel Dubois fan. I think he carries a lot of power. I like his, um, he seems to be very uh, mentally tough and relaxed and calm. Um, but, and let's not mince our words, he got hit and hit regularly against Richard Latte, who, to be fair, brought it. But I was watching that fight thinking, God, if this is Joe Joyce, what's he going to do to Dubois? To be fair, Dubois looked like he, he took some shots um, well. He looks like he's got quite a solid chin on him. And, you know, he's a big guy, strong guy. So, I, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not surprised that, it, you know, he can take a punch. But he took numerous punches throughout that fight. And let's be honest, Richard Latte... 13 and 1 is really, you know, a glorified journeyman. And if he's catching Dubois flush, like he did do in round three, you know, I thought, my goodness, he wobbled Dubois. He looked a little bit buzzed, Dubois. What is Joe Joyce, you know, Olympian with his pedigree and punch power um, going to do to Dubois? So I've kind of changed my mind. Um, when the fight was first originally talked about, when it, to be fair, and it looks like it's more and more likely to go ahead, which I didn't think would ever happen. I thought Dubois would would catch Joyce because Joyce is very stiff and upright and can be hit himself, as Stavern showed. But last night, I thought, goodness me, under Adam Booth Tutledge, who I still rate very, very highly, despite Josh Kelly's uh, performances of late. I think he's certainly Adam Booth is going to be watching that, thinking, right, we can get to Dubois, we can hit him, we can hurt him. Um, Not just with one big punch, but a flurry. Um, So I believe Dubois will realise he got caught and buzzed, and I think he'll go back and and, and try and improve and sharpen up and not get caught so much within range. You know, he he doesn't need to uh, have a firefight. He can just pick people off with his his, solid jab and his punch power, which he did do, to be fair, in round four. He went back to setting the shots up without trying to engage or rush too much, you know. Take your time, wear him down with a jab and then catch him with a big right, which he did do. It was a a solid finish to the bar. So, you know, there were positives. But for the first time, I saw chinks in the armour. Um, but a fantastic fight to watch, you know, um, non-stop action. And uh, I'm so, like Frank Warren said, I'm sure Dubois will look at that, learn from it, make sure he doesn't rush in, doesn't get too headstrong, uses his size, sets the punch up rather than trying to trying to finish it too quickly. But, and then finally, um, Nonito Donaire, um, comeback king, 36 years old. Moved back down to Bantamweight after um, taking on Cole Frampton early last year um, at Featherweight. And he looks to be a revelation at this new weight. He's suddenly got the punch power back. He's stopping people. He's hurting people. And Stephen Young is a solid fighter, world champion, WBC champion. And he's knocked him out cold with a huge left hook. Um... And it was game over for for Young. So it, it's evident that Denaire carries power at bantamweight. That's always been his best division. 
Um, he's back to being a two-time champion now of bantamweight. I always wonder why he would go so high as the featherweight. He's not really a featherweight. He doesn't have the power or the size to hurt them guys down there. And obviously you saw Cole Frampton pretty much bully him. And I thought Denaire was done. But credit to him. He's obviously been smart. He's had probably smart advisors told him to, to lose the weight. And especially at 35, 36, it's not easy to do. But he has done. He looks in great shape. He doesn't look worn anymore. He doesn't look shot. And he still carries that that fantastic power. So um, credit to Nanita Denaire. Um I can see him being dangerous throughout this tournament now. He moves into semi-finals, and um, yeah, you know he's gonna be he's gonna be tough. Yeah, obviously the only one that's that I can see really um, giving him grief is Anui, who's special and he's prime. But anyone else, stay away from Nito Denier. I You know, I rec- I rank him probably number two right now in the bantamweight, which is incredible considering we all thought he was shot. Uh, after Cole Frampton, so uh, big respect for him. And just finally, want to touch on the Joshua Miller. I didn't get to do it last podcast. Very disappointed from Miller. Free fouled drug test. No excuse. Ban him. He should have minimum two years. Um, he's finally confessed to it. You know they need to throw the book at him because what he's done is unacceptable, and it could have been extremely dangerous for AJ had they fought. But I don't want to focus on a negative like that. I want to focus on potential opponents. And it's looking more and more now like Andy Ruiz will step in. Um, And now a lot of people said he beat Parker and he should be WBO champion. Should have been. But um, I'm still not convinced. I don't think uh, Ruiz is of the pedigree or the level to um, really get anywhere near Joshua. Um, maybe the first couple of rounds, if he comes, you know, guns blazing and brings it to Joshua, he might be lively. But after two, three rounds, if, you know, I think Joshua will start to suss him out, pick him apart. Ruiz will start to gas. He's, you know, he's, he, although he seems to be, have a gas, a, a decent cardio gas tank, he's never in shape. And that's going to catch up with you at the highest level. Um, I think Joshua will break him down and I think he will hurt him, hit him, stop him. Although Ruiz seems to have a decent chin, you know, there's only so much you can be hit um, by an 18 stone man, 17 and a half stone man, with Joshua will come in at. And uh, yeah, I think um, Joshua gets him out there mid rounds, round six, round seven. So um, yeah, um, I'd like to know what you guys think of Dubois, uh, Dunair. And finally, Joshua. Is, he, is Ruiz the right opponent for him? I'm, I'm not convinced. But at this late notice, you can't be too critical of her or Joshua. You know, it wasn't their fault. Miller's left him in the lurch like this. So I have no complaints. But um, like I say, I'm not sure how much um, Joshua will be tested in that fight. But hopefully after that, he gets the big super fight with Wilder. So fingers crossed. And Dubois moves on to bigger things. Hopefully we'll see him take on Joyce. And it'll be a tough one for him uh, in July. But uh, yeah, let me know what you guys think and I'll catch you soon. All right, bye.